Hello everyone, my name is Jenna and I'll be your host for your Entrepreneur Sisters podcast. I wanted to first give you a warm welcome to the show. <laughs> if you take out the if you take out the word yes. So let me tell y'all something real quick. So I did not intentionally have the initial to be yes, okay? But it just so happened when I was going through the process and just praying about it, about the name of the show, Your Entrepreneur Sister was the one show name that popped out out of all of it. So yes, the show, the initial is definitely, I mean, the initial is definitely Y-E-S, but it was not intentional. But anyways, this podcast is mainly to hear about believers' stories of how they answer the call to Christ, how they handle their business, and encourage those that need to go ahead and walk in faith for whatever business that the Lord has placed in your heart. This show welcome unbelievers of Jesus Christ and those who are in a dark place or those who just simply just need encouragement. As a believer of the gospel, I wanted to make sure that those who do not walk with Christ hear real life conversation from believers' stories, saying yes while following Christ and handling business. So I hope you enjoy this show as much as possible. Thank you for listening. Do not forget to subscribe because every week on Wednesday, we have a new show for you. I hope you enjoy the interview as much as possible. All right, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to let my next guest introduce herself since we want to hear about her, her business, and as well as just for you as well to just operate in faith and just go ahead. Awesome. It's good to be here. Thank you so much. I am Trish Zenzak and I'm a speaker empowerment coach. And what that means is I empower you to get your voice out there. And I'm actually a faith-based coach also. So What that means for me is I truly believe that we're supposed to build God's kingdom, you know, in the Lord's prayer where it says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, that's where I feel like God has spoken to me. And through the gift of the Holy Spirit, we are super empowered. So I run Super Empowered You, fully believing that if we step into the power of the Holy Spirit, we are able to bring God's kingdom to this earth. So that's what I'm about. (laughs) Most definitely. Where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook mostly. I have a group. It's called Super Empowered, uh, Super Empowered You, Super Empowered Speakers, Coaches, and Authors, and it's a group where we I actually work with people to help them learn how to become better speakers and even build speaking businesses on this behalf. Oh yeah, and that's how we end up meeting Facebook. This whole social yeah. media thing is just so amazing at times when you think of like. What if the disciples had social media? Nowadays, how would they connect? How would they, instead of walking, they would probably definitely be like, hey, Trish, let me go in your inbox and, you know, can you just clarify some things or just, what does it mean to have the spirit? And is that my instance, you know, just for something simple as that? Now that we're talking about, talking with Trish, excuse me, about being a women speaker and empowerment coach, and she is definitely a faith-based, we want to talk about how your journey started with Christ. How did you say yes to answering them? Well, I was a child growing up in um, a very dysfunctional situation. And when I was nine, I was on a bus route through a church. And um, I think I had an idea of what it meant to go to Sunday school and and love Jesus and sing the Jesus loves me songs. But it wasn't until I was put into the children's home. I had had several foster families and those didn't work out. So I lived in a group children's home that happened to be Christian. And it was there that I met my heavenly father. When my family was unable to be there for me or visit, there was lonely nights, lonely days, and I felt very cast aside. And they did a great job of teaching us that we have a heavenly father that really loves us, will put food on the table, will be there for us in the times of need. 
And so it was during that time that I was introduced to Christ and then baptized. And then also really just as a child in my own childlike way, developed a relationship with him. Did I stay there um, through my teenage and adult years? No, I didn't. I actually walked away, um, but he's always been there. And I believe in my heart that that scripture that talks about where he goes out and finds the one of, you know, oh, leaving the 99 and going after that one 99 and go out for the one he, he followed me and pursued me quite a bit. So um, now I have a very touching relationship with him, going back to Christ in my 30s, rededicated my life, and it's been walking strongly ever since. And he's gotten a hold of me. I'm on fire, and I'm ready to help other, other people be able to get their message out and do the same kind of thing. So definitely have an in-love relationship with my father. Oh, yeah, because we all want that particular relationship, especially when you in your story where he's saying, you know, when your father abandoned you, your mom abandoned you, he's definitely yeah. there with you. And thank you for being so strong to share with that, because that's not a typical story at all. We typically no, hear about, you. you know, going to church and being straight away or my mom and dad, you know, following Jesus. But that is definitely unique. And thank you for sharing, because I hope that it is encouraged someone else to know that, you know, you're not alone with your family abandoning you and you was always with you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I truly believe that my story is God's to use with as he needs to. So um, I've got another story about that, another book and stuff like that, that where I talk about that. But yes, I truly believe that. And so I'm an open book for anybody who has questions along those lines. Thank you. Now, her information will be in the um, show notes. So don't worry about like writing it down for right now. If you're on the phone, if you're in your car, now that you may have to wait till you get home. But if you're at home, go ahead and grab a notebook because I do believe that, you know, having a voice, it does make a difference and you're using it like with no fear no anxiety no worries at all and just expressing your story you did say that you have a book coming up is there anything that you want to go ahead and um, let the listeners know <laughs> well I wrote a book back in 2009 it's um, called it's on Amazon it's called dump your junk 30 days to quiet leadership where I frankly tell my story and you know encourage other people to you know learn how to walk into quiet leadership with being able to share our story others and so it's 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 a 30-day devotional where I put out um, a little bit of a summary of, of, of an encouragement for the day. Then I ask some very in-depth questions to make you think and then leave you with a prayer. And there's a scripture at the top based on, you know, kind of where I am in that stance. And it's just something that I've, you know, put out there as a testimony for God. So it's out there if anybody wants to look it up. It's on on Amazon. Most definitely. Now, anyone that has time can definitely get the get the the, the shipping for free. Yes. You know, we can't wait until we read your devotion and um nuggets, you know, into our life as well. So the thing about business and being a faith based and entrepreneur, especially following Christ, what are what are some of the misconceptions that you typically get? Well, a lot of people when they my group was originally named a, a Christian group. And I had a lot of people say, well, I don't align with that. I'm not, I don't, I think you coach. I don't think we're lined up. And I, my motto in my group is speak like Christ. Christ was the most open. He went to yes, he all walks of life, believed in gracefulness and believed in mercy. And, you know, there was just so much that he stood for. And why wouldn't I welcome everybody in there? 
and I just make sure that I speak from my heart in there. I just know that it says in my mission statement or what the group is about is this is for faith-based. I put in there, we speak like Christ, we welcome everyone. And um, I think the misconception really is about we can't be on the same page or we can't be, we may believe differently, but for me, I, I stand from my walk. And as long as, you know, people are understanding that that's where I come from, that we can't necessarily speak about our own faith and values when we're speaking about what we do. I have clients that are not of, of faith, but that doesn't mean I'm unable to work with them. I was a teacher for years, you know, and there's sometimes in the public school system, they say you're not allowed to speak about your faith, but my values came out in everything that I did. So I was able to be that quiet leader and stand for Christ. And people knew that I was set apart, but they didn't always know why unless they asked me. So a lot of times we, you know, we are afraid to come across with our faith, but sometimes it's leading by example. Sometimes it's waiting for those invitations to, for someone to say, how did you become so strong? And, and exactly. those opportunities to share our story of where God stepped in and where I lived by faith and where, you know, where I was able to, to claim those opportunities and let the Holy Spirit speak through me. Exactly. Because we were, you, you were, it sounded like you were a willing vessel and then just mm-hmm. stand on a cornerstone but despite of what everyone thought, you know, or were thinking about you. So that's actually an honor and boldness that we all would love to have one day, but you just gave an example for the um, generations. Now, when it comes to misconceptions and you being a teacher, but we're here talking about like your coaching business more, what is one thing that you wish you had known about the business before you began? Hmm. Especially with coaching and different different people's lives too. (laughs) That's a very good question. It's a very good question. I think for me, going into coaching and doing, especially with an online business, some of the aspects that are a little more challenging for me personally, even though I'm a very outgoing person, I'm a speaker by nature and gifted and talented in that way. Sales has probably been the thing that I didn't realize was such a necessary thing. Right. (laughs) You don't realize, or I don't want to say you don't, because maybe you did realize, but I didn't realize going into this how much sales would need to come into it. I don't know if I had a a false misconception that I could just suddenly start paying money and ads and people would just, I think that's kind of how I was taught and coached in the very beginning is you just pay for ads and people would be flocking at your door. But those ads are very expensive. And as I'm building a business and growing, that was probably my biggest, oh my goodness, I wish I would have had an idea on what this meant before I actually started my business. Oh yeah. I, I was not a salesperson, so I could definitely relate. I'm like, I have the product, I have everything in terms of like the branding, the image, well, not image per se, but like the service, but the sales part, I was like, oh, that was something I'm lacking as well. But thank God he still have you here. So there's, you know, there's a way, and I fully believe, especially in sales, you know, I think we, a lot of people teach different methods and formats of how to do it. And I think it's important for, at least for what I'm learning right now, I don't like to assume that anybody's doing it the way I'm doing it, but Mm. I truly believe that it's important. We find what works for us. And so someone might have a way of doing sales in one way, but I think we have to have the freedom and flexibility to understand. I'm not like every single person teaching sales out there that I might be able to pick and choose different parts of what works in these different things and then put it in my own format 
and my own process. And so I think if we give ourselves the grace around that, we can find that pivoting is important, that we can, you know, formulate something that works for us when we start seeing it work. So that pressure to stand into somebody's method because this works, Mm -hmm. if it doesn't work for us and it's not aligning with our soul, I think it's important that we're really letting God lead, you know, letting him be the CEO of our business and say, okay, Lord, which part of this formula, which part of this framework is going to work for me and what you have in mind for me and where you know my business is going. Mm, Amen. Which leads to another question in terms of, because that's the thing, like, okay, so when it comes to business, right, you never want to turn down a client. However, if you're, let's say that you put out $5,000 in in, in sales, right? And let's say you have a client that says, hey, I'm willing to pay $6,000. And if it doesn't align to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you, would you could, how, how would you handle that? And how would you, how did you gracefully decline this client? That's a very good question because it is, it is difficult. But a lot of times I invite the conversation to, to ask them what they're looking for and ask them where, you know, where they are in their process and so on. And then I explain my process. And if it doesn't feel right for them or it doesn't align with them or they're not aligning with me, I might invite them to look at a couple areas where we might be energetically misaligned Mm -hmm. at this time of our life or our beliefs or our values are not lining up. Mm -hmm. And I might (laughs) encourage them to look at someone that might be more Um, in alignment with what they're looking for. Or I might say, you know, this might be a different time, or maybe we need to look at something that's going to, that's going to help you move in the direction you're looking to move into because our, where I'm going to take you might not be quite where you want to go. And so I would encourage them to consider what's going to work best for them. Um, And if they're still pushing on it, uh, no, no, no. I think, you know, I really want to work with you. I would then be very upfront with what I'm, you know, what my sense is of like, because a lot of times when, when I'm doing a sales call, I can sense right up front that if a person is going to be a fit or not. And if they I've had some people try to push on it and I have to then be very honest with them and say, you know, the way I teach and the way, you know, it looks like you're trying to receive things might not line up. Oh yeah. Are you open to hearing me being open and honest and frank? Because this is, I teach from my heart and I teach from a place of faith or I teach from this. Are you okay with me using that as examples occasionally? Um, So that way they know that I'm going to be completely upfront. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. And I'm most importantly, I'm not going to minimize my values or sacrifice what I believe. Exactly. Go ahead. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Glad, you know, I'm glad to hear that you line up with that, but it's important. I think that, you know, part of me coaching people and using their voice many times, and I'm going to go back to my past. Many times we have things that we've gone through in our life where values have been spoken over, spoken over us. And so we have this inability to, to be strong enough in our voice to, to stand up for what we believe. So a lot of times we'll let people speak over us. We'll shy away from well, this is what I want to do in my business. This is what I want to do, but I'm too afraid. Or I get into that imposter syndrome where I compare myself to what other people are doing. And we turn down the volume on what we want to do when it's what's God's leading us to do because we're afraid of what someone's going to think. We're afraid of what, 
you know, I'm going to, I'm not going to do it good enough, or I'm afraid of how I look or feel on camera, or it's scary to me. When a lot of times God's calling us to the heart, he's not going to call the equipped. He's going to equip the call. Mm -hmm. So if he's called me to do something, he's going to strengthen my voice to be able to get out there and do what it is. So I really work with clients on that same kind of thing of saying, who is it that God's calling you to work with? And let's find the strength. Let's find the strength building and let's find the strength skills that you need to, you know, work on putting on and trying on in order to do what God's calling you to do. And that doesn't mean that you're going to sacrifice the values that he's given you just because you want a client or want to make money. It's not worth it to sacrifice that. Yeah, that's the same thing too. It's like, like imagine you going to a nine to five, right? For you, it was teaching, and you already have to like dim down your personality, dim down who you are for eight hours, which technically is four hours, forty hours a week. And now it's just like you also have to dim down your faith too. Like it's so hard. Now I don't want to say hard; but it's a little challenging. So in your company, where it's just like I'm, you're an entrepreneur, and you have that freedom of not having a nine to five. It's like, no, I, I don't want to dim down my light, or I don't want to dim down what the scriptures are saying, or what is he calling me to be. I may not look like a modern day Moses or Ruth or any of that. I may not, but why I'm gonna sacrifice? Why am I gonna? you know, walk out on the faith when it comes to opening a business and then turn around and say, hey, I want $5,000 instead of, and, and, and it takes me to shun down my faith instead of saying, hey, you might as well stay at a nine to five if you want to, you know, follow the corporate ladder and do all this stuff instead of you should appear following Christ or just, you know, you might as well sacrifice that. I hope I make sense when I'm saying that. I might as well go ahead and sacrifice that 40 hours, dim myself, work the corporate ladder instead of having a faith-based business. Like, no, it's not going to work that way. And I'm not trying to discredit or steal people away from saying, you know what, you know, following Christ, you have to sacrifice money. No, it's just let your value shine first and then heal the money comes after because we're, we're following God, not manning, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but you know, when I was, I was in um, teaching, like I said, for a while, but I really didn't know where I was headed. And, and that was right at the time when I knew that I wanted to go back into church and my and get stronger in my faith. But there was this calling inside of me that was for something different, for something bigger. Now I let my light shine. Don't get me wrong. I might not have been as bold and as vocal about, you know, my beliefs or whatever out loud in big crowds. But when people approached me privately, I wasn't hesitant about that, but I did know that there was something inside of me that knew that I was being suppressed and there was something bigger that I knew God wanted me to do. So I want to encourage anybody out there right now that might be listening to um, the voice, a still small voice in you that might be just a tiny spark. You know, the Bible tells us to let our light shine and take it out from underneath that bushel. And so if we are, are needing to uncover that bushel somehow, there might be a bigger thing out there and you may not know what it is right now, but listen to that voice that's begging you to come out and come bright and fully stand in your shining. Oh yeah. And if, if it's that voice that, you know, if we have not yet came to that level of graduation of, you know, when, when people are saying that's my instant, if you call it instant, we call it the Holy spirit follow. That's the voice she's talking about the instant. Yes. That's the voice she's talking about. <laughs> amen <laughs> so if it comes to business and just having your market and marketing and just a misconception and just clarifying everything how did you come up with for your business 
Well, the name for my business is Super Empowered and Super Empowered You, actually. And it was, I really feel like it was given to me by God in that as a Christian, doing exactly what I was just talking about with letting your light shine, I believe that when Christ left this earth, he left the most wise counselor for us, and that's the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Amen. <laughs> I cannot operate without that. Yes. And so trying to find a way to really just live into the Holy Spirit, I realized that especially if I wanted the component of coaching people who have that gift of the Holy Spirit or have tapped into it, or even just beginning being introduced to it, I really felt like we can't do this work unless we have the power of the Holy Spirit. We can use our superpowers and gifts and talents all day long, but matched with the Holy Spirit, so much more can happen. And so I really feel like it was a, the word super empowered came because I believe that we as Christians are empowered by the Holy Spirit and doing the work we're called to do is beyond our own power. Oh yeah. So I know for me, when I go speaking or I do virtual speaking, I'm always praying, Lord, take my voice away and let it be your words, your voice, your empowerment that comes through. So let the people on the other side hear what you need them to hear. And it's interesting when people come up to me later or say something later and say, oh, I got this and that and the other out of there. I'm like, how did you get that out of there? But I don't question it because I know it's the Holy Spirit speaking directly to them. I may not have said those words, but if that's what they got and that's what God needed them to hear, then well, hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> then it's getting done and it's, it's, you know, empowered completely by the Holy Spirit. Now, do I tell everybody that story? You know, people that are coming into my groups when they ask, absolutely. It is, you know, it's no secret. I don't turn down the volume on that. And that's, you know, that's part of what the gift that God has given me in terms of, because I know that he's going to use this, this business. And I know that he is, he is the one that's wanting to build more voices for his kingdom. Oh, yes. And if we could have it, we all, well, not let's say we all, but if we could have more boldness, it would definitely help. Um, the kingdom come, it will be done. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We will have that. And a one signature question we have for every guest, what does business and faith means to you? Well, business, I think, is an avenue to do God's work. For me, that's what I've just stepped into. I feel like this is God's calling on my life. He has sent me in different directions um, into the unknown sometimes. And in fact, I think he's calling me to something right now that's like sell your house and go RV full time. And I'm like, but how am I going to do that? I've been 20 something years, God. And I hear him saying, this is an avenue to being, to being able to speak and be, you know, help other people and get to other people. You know, that I think is the push that's kind of encouraging me to do that. So I think that business, business is just the avenue. Um, my faith is about stepping out into the unknown because I don't know what he's going to do through this business. I know he's given me a gift for speaking. He's given me a gift for coaching He's given me a gift to be empathetic and loving on people and building relationships and making people, you know, feel comfortable along those lines and coach people to step into their greatness that God has given them. Mm -hmm. So putting the two business and faith together, it just gives me the chills and it makes me emotional thinking about the greatness that God is doing through this. And that's all I want out of this. That's all I want. There is no greatness online. It's, you know, I totally give God the glory for what he's doing in all of this. 
And that's, that's truly what the two mean to me and melding them together. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you ready? You ready for your trip? Right. <laughs> <laughs> some days, yes, some days, no, because I'm like, I'm the kind of person who has to have the budget done and I have to have the, you know, everything, the, money, done. the dates, the time, the, what are we going <laughs> to Yeah. And so, and I can go, I can travel without an itinerary, but um, travel without a budget and knowing where this, the funding is going to come from and the resources, that's the faith that it's, you know, that's pretty scary. Leaving my family and everything that's secure, you know, <laughs> that's, that's kind of scary thinking about that, but you know what, that's the faith part. And oh, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not really walking out on faith unless I'm really doing that. So yeah, that's, it's kind of hard to think about that right now, but yes. I, I can't say I'm ready, but yes, God. <laughs> Open your eyes, close your eyes. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I feel like I'm going down that roller coaster where it goes wee, and we'll just see what happens when we get to the other end. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not ready. So, but pave the way. You pave the way. There's that comfort zone. You know, I've learned that our brain doesn't keep us happy; it keeps us safe. Oh yes, Fight and that fight. keeps. And it keeps us from walking out in that faith sometimes. And I really work hard on trying to go, okay, my comfort zone is keeping me safe. My brain is keeping me safe. And if, I, if this is really just about safety and because I know and I've been here and I'm walking it, I have to be okay with what God's doing because again, he doesn't equip the called. I mean, he doesn't call the equipped. He doesn't have me with everything I need to know. And it's all okay. He's going to equip me as I go along. And that's how I opened this business was totally on faith of, yes, I've had to invest in it. Yes, the funds have not been there. Yes, I've had to try to decide how this is going to be. But I keep trudging along because I know he's called me to do this. And so I'd like to encourage anybody that's listening, if you've got that calling, that still small calling, where you feel like God is calling you to do something to just use your voice and step out in that faith, as hard as it may be, and as blinding as it can be, as scary as it can be, our brains want to keep us safe. Not oh, happy. Yes. Safe. It does not require, does not allow us to be fearless or, you know, walking out of calling, the gifts that you place inside of us. All of us are different, but definitely you walk out on the call with no fear, no thinking that just to build his kingdom, which brings us to the next part of the segment, which is something that God placed on your heart is using your voice to bring using using the voice to bring his kingdom without faith without using your voice to bring the kingdom without fear is there any way that you could elaborate i know before the episode started you kind of not kind of but you did um elaborate it to me but how can you elaborate it to the listeners what, what what does it mean to use the voice and, and what element what what do you mean to do it without fear is there any way that you could explain that to me yes absolutely or to us I believe that in any business in any walk of life, in any way that we've been called, no matter what, we have the ability to use our voice. And we can choose, you know, there's a lot of times we get thoughts or we get negative thoughts. And it's not the fact that we're going to get those thoughts. In this world, you will have trouble. It's what we do with those thoughts. And I believe that's where we are. We're called to strengthen our voice. We're called to renew our mind. We're called to do his work. We're called to stay in his will. And I think it's up to us to overcome the trauma, overcome the, the good, do the healing and do the work we need to do and get strong enough to go out there and be his bold warrior, be the warrior for Christ. And to do that, our voice, I believe we're supposed to suit up. 
We're supposed to shut up. We're supposed to show up and we're supposed to speak up. So yes, Lord, that's how we're supposed to do it. And the shutting up part is not necessarily shutting our voice down. It's about being quiet long enough to hear what God wants us to do and say yes to the calling and yes, Lord, I'll do the healing. Yes, Lord, I'll put all that stuff aside and I will do what you ask me to do. I will use my voice for your goodness and I'll be strong enough to do it. Oh, yes. And I'm glad that you said that use your voice with any reason and you did not put any age limit you didn't put no time frame you just specifically talked about using your voice with no fear with just just do it and just shutting up because sometimes I guess men can be this way and I know this sound like a stereotype um but forgive me when I say this when it comes to we can be long-winded we can speak a lot and then we forget the oh yeah it's a listening part that we have to do too <laughs> yes <laughs> we have to do we just can't speak speak speak, speak talk 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 and then you're like wait I can't hear the still voice well can you just <laughs> two seconds just knowing that you know it doesn't matter the age like I know this young woman that's 20 hopefully she's listening that she just turned 25 and I'm like I thought this lady was older like you know using your voice for the God kingdom. Amen. I totally, I totally agree with that. And I want to encourage anybody who's listening. I don't particularly know the demographics and the age of your particular podcast, but if you're listening and you think I'm not old enough, or I don't have enough experience. Again, God does not call the people that are totally equipped. There are lessons in the journey along the way, and he will give you what he needs you to have no matter how old you are. And if you're in a second generation of your life and you're like, oh, I, you know, I want to do a second career here. I'm in my fifties and I'm starting over like my third kind of career, if you will. And I've been a speaker. I've been 25 years of you know, coaching people doing this. I've been 35 plus years speaking, but never once what, you know, what I believe that I would have gone out on my own to do this. I truly feel like this is a calling. And in my 50s, you know, in the next 10, 15 years, looking at retirement going, I'm not sure retirement's around the corner because I think God's just beginning to light the fire under my butt. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who's here retirement? I'm still, I still want to work. What's that? Right. So if you're in that, you know, in that stage of your life, go have fun with it. Do what you enjoy. Find your passion because I believe that our education, our passions, our career, our skills are all things that God knew he was lining you up with. So don't discount any of that. That's one of another one of my specialties is helping people look through their story, finding the theme. Even if you think you have no story, your career is blah. You have skills. You have things that God has groomed you for. You just may not be in tune with what it is. And um, so I'd encourage you use that voice. Find a way to you know stand it up on stilts and be ready to go and launch it. Oh yeah, like about to launch this podcast that you guys listen to. And I'm pretty sure it took faith as a mustard seed as well as for Trish as well. We want to say, I want to say, excuse me. I'm so used to saying we because it's business. And like when you're writing your, well, you're emailing a client, you're like, we this, this, that, and the third and or X, Y, and Z, you know, and it's just one person messaging. <laughs> yes. I want to say thank you for everyone who listened to this podcast. Please share along other listeners as well. And if you need to find Trish, her information will be on the show notes and her link to her Facebook group, if you would like to join, will be on the show notes as well. And as well as her book will be on the show notes. So just pay attention to that and we hope to hear from you soon. Thank you, Trish, for being on this podcast. If you know anyone else, that would love to be interviewed and story is worth the while. More, you're more than welcome to invite them.
Awesome. Well, I thank you for having me. I'm very humbled to be here and I'm praying greatness over this podcast. And I know if God's involved in it, he's going to make it go on the ears of the people who need to hear it. So yes, I will definitely encourage you to get into the group. Um, encourage you to, I think you might already be in there. I'm not really sure, but if That's not, part of it. <laughs> yeah, I would love for you to put a post up that says, find a guest, you know, and, and let's get people out here speaking for, you know, what it is you're trying to do and what God's doing through you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me here. You're more than welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, you're welcome. Thank you. Have a great one. You too. I would like to say thank you for all of our listeners for lasting this long on the show. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed taking the interview, but this show would not be completed without you. (laughs) Well, I do want to go ahead and take the time out for wherever you're listening. Please, if you're listening in the car, keep focusing on driving. But um, this show would not be completed if I did not take my time out to make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior. According to the Bible, Romans 10 and 9 says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you believe this wholeheartedly, you are now a follower of Jesus Christ. As a new believer, the Holy Spirit will guide you to a local church where you could have other believers walk alongside with you so in that way you can grow you can learn and as well you can serve on this journey of salvation well thank you for listening to your entrepreneurship podcast when you have a chance please subscribe to this show if you would like to be on the guest of the show hey sis how are you <laughs> please email me at kingdom first media llc at outlook.com or you could shoot me a dm or a personal message as well on facebook or like i said again the email is kingdom first media llc at outlook.com i would love to have you on the show speak to you next week <laughs>